Welcome back, everyone, to BUP, episode four for you, Glen Coco. You go, Glen Coco. A podcast where two very unimportant people discuss some opinions that are very important to them. Will these opinions change the world? No. Will we continue to say them anyways? You bet we will. And before you even think about making fun of us, don't worry. We got you. We are here to make fun of ourselves so you don't have to. We are very unimportant people after all. Each week we'll present an opinion or a few opinions about a useless topic and then we'll either fight each other about it or we'll pretend that we're fighting you. So whether we agree or disagree, there will always be a fight. We feel that the world has forgotten what opinions you can and cannot fight about, so we are here to remind you. My name is Lydia, and I went ski drawing this week. And I'm Courtney, and my socks have my cat's face on them. And we are your hosts. Many of you may be wondering what ski drawing is. Um, basically, it's when you harness yourself to a horse and you ski behind the horse. So basically, pretend in your mind, envision this, okay? The horse is a boat and you are the water skier. That is what I do. Where did you, (laughs) my mind is blown. Yeah, so fun. I have never heard of this before. I I rode horses for almost (laughs) 10 years growing up and I've never heard of this. It was an Olympic sport for one year, but still it was in the Olympics for one year. Yeah, in like 1988. (laughs) What happened? I guess they just like couldn't find proper grounds to judge it on because like, it's like, what is the talent there? You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's basically like riding behind a wagon in a horse. You know what I mean? Like, it's basically the same thing. It's not like you can go over jumps. When you're jumping a horse, you're on top of the horse. So that's why that works. But if you were to try to jump on skis, how would that how would that go down, you know? Okay, so the horse, the horse, horse runs. Correct. Horse yes. runs. And then there could be, like, little bumps in the snow mm-hmm. on the sides. So the horse is running down the middle. And then you, as the skier, could go over the jump. That's so cool, yeah. Okay, bring back ski drawing to the Olympics. <laughs> 2021. <laughs> we were supposed to have an Olympics this year, weren't we? And then they got canceled. Oh my god, really? Where were they going to be? I want to say Korea. Mm, that would have been sick. Oh yeah, and they made that really sick um, logo for the 2020 Olympics. Did you see that? Where like the, tw- no. the two zeros <laughs> turned into rings for the Olympic oh, logo. Yeah, it was really creative and then like it got completely that's wasted. That's so sad. There was only one year that they could have done I know. that. Next time it's going to have to be like 2030. Ew. Totally lame. We're never going to live to 2030. <laughs> if you're alive and it's 2030 right now, comment below. Hi from the f- from the past. Congratulations. Where where are you at? Like I wonder. What's the world like in 2030? What does your phone look like? Ooh, that's a good one. Do you one. have a phone? Is it bigger or smaller than the iPhone X? <laughs> have we just all begun to wear Apple Watches now and just do everything from them? You were just so excited about jorging? <laughs> ski joring. It has the word ski in it. <laughs> ski joring. But I don't know if it's pronounced ski joring or ski joring. I'm not really sure which one of those it is. My mom pronounces it differently every time. And ever since I found out that turmeric isn't pronounced turmeric because that's how she's been pronouncing it her whole life (laughs) no it's not oh yeah yeah so i don't really trust her with pronunciation anymore (laughs) ski ski joring i feel like it's ski ski joring ski joring that sounds better it does sound better yeah i like that (laughs) anyways 
Redemption for idiots. Redeeming idiots, one podcast episode at a time. Today, I, Lydia Foote, would like to... Oh my god, I've never said my last name in a podcast recording before. Whatever, now you guys know. It's Foote. Don't make fun of me. Um, <laughs> last week, um, you know, I talked about my Apple Watch. And um, I think, listening back to the audio, it's I sounded very ungrateful. And so this week, I would like to redeem myself from sounding like a brat. I didn't mean it. I It was totally meant as a joke. And like, it was a new piece of technology. I wasn't sure how to use it yet. So I was just kind of being like a little bit dumb because I was like, oh, like, but, but what's it for? Like, what, what, what after that? Like, what else does it do? You know, it was just kind of sounded like a, like a little bratty girl. So, um, you know. Um, I just wanted to say you definitely, I don't think you sounded like a brat. I think you just sounded like you were trying to understand how to use the Apple Watch. <laughs> thank you, thank but you. If you're not like a regular watch wearer normally, right? it is going to be a weird piece of technology to get used to. Mm-hmm. Completely. And like, yeah, What's you're right. I, I don't really don't wear, wear watches. Watch. Yeah, exactly. But it is really cool to have just on you all the time. Like I walkie talkie to Courtney randomly in the middle of the week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that was really interesting. So... <laughs> And then secondly, this one is a redemption for idiots. For sure. Unpasteurized milk isn't good for you and don't drink it. I think the only reason that I said that was because um, of my own personal experiences with like cows in Poland. And it just, I knew where the milk was coming from. And I feel like in North America, like the cows probably aren't that healthy since they're being farmed for their milk. So sometimes they endure really inhumane conditions. Also, don't try to get drunk off of vitamin D. I think just in general, don't take any advice that you hear on this podcast to heart without doing your own research about it first, especially if it's putting something into your body. That's a good disclaimer. But I did do some research about that because I thought it was really interesting about how you could get drunk on vitamin D. And like there has been almost no recent studies of people getting intoxicated from vitamin D unless it's like a ridiculous amount, like an unheard of amount. And when that happened, they were sick for like months leading up to it like they didn't feel drunk they felt ill for like three months went to the doctor found out they had an excess of vitamin d and then came back and it took them six months to recover from it or something like that so like it's not actually a, a fun drunk like i was insinuating no 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 it's just basically like you get sick because you've had too much vitamin d but yeah. highly unlikely only happened in the 1980s to a couple of people yeah, don't exactly. worry about it too much and don't take their advice <laughs> Yeah, don't take our advice seriously at all. Um, I also just wanted to quickly apologize for, like, the windstorm that was happening last week while we were recording. If you could hear sound in the background that hurt your ears a little bit, I'm very sorry. Um, I live in an old house. There's holes <laughs> in the windows. I'm trying. I know now that if there's a windstorm, I should probably move to a different room. But <laughs> thanks for coming back. Even yes, thank you weird. for coming back. <laughs> I think that's it, though. Yeah, I think so, too. All right. Thanks for joining us on another week of <laughs> Redemption for Idiots. Yeah, we love redeeming ourselves. Hello from the future, everybody. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for participating in the poll this week. Um, I'm going to share the results quickly, and we can talk about it a little bit. So I posted... Should we, as a society, replace a handshake with something less awful? And 69% of you said yes. Yay! Which I love. I am so (laughs) happy to hear that. 
thank you. You must have listened to the podcast. <laughs> you must agree, you know? I appreciate it. Thanks for hearing me out. And then, Courtney's question, do you drink cow's milk? 75%? No. Amazing. That's Isn't what I that like crazy? to hear. I thought it would be a lot less. I'm not going to lie. I didn't think that like people had renounced milk that much. But, Me too. I thought yeah. a lot of people were going to say that they still drink milk. I thought it was super popular. But mm-hmm. I am really, really pleased to see that most of you are sane. And most of you agree with yeah. us, which was pretty good. Yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome to hear. We'll see how the upcoming weeks go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it mean... might not be so good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But I mean, like, we love that. So thank you so much. Um, Yeah, we love it when you guys participate. And we love it that we can like share these results and have like real feedback from everybody. uh, Just to see how everyone's feeling about the things that we discuss. So thanks so much for participating. Please tune in next week for the next poll. Did I start last week? Or did you start last week? Uh, I started last week. So you may start this week. Cool, cool. Okay, guys. We're going to get into the opinions. These, I find that uh, they've turned into something different than opinions. I'm not sure what to call it, really. But this week, I want to talk about music taste and how it seems like a really personal topic to a lot of people, especially um, especially me sometimes. And I feel really uncomfortable when people turn it into an icebreaker question. Like, oh, what kind of music do you listen to? And I feel like asking that question to a complete stranger just kind of spurs oh I listen to a little bit of everything or oh I listen to everything except for country and rap or I listen to everything (laughs) except for musical theater you know it's just like people don't I don't think I'm alone in this because of that answer because people don't want to give away anything that makes them feel vulnerable which I think music does because it's so personal to so many people it feels like you're like exposing a piece of your soul or something like that. Like you're exposing something that means a lot to you and that has maybe helped you grow or helped you work through some stuff. Like music is just like, it's very personal. So I think that it's kind of weird when people are like, oh, like what kind of music do you listen to? As like a first thing, like, like I've been on Tinder hella times and like every time I always get like, oh, I just hate answering that question more than anything. It's so weird and musical theater gets such a bad rep. <laughs> I know. Like, I can't just be like, I listen to Hamilton, Chicago. Like, no, nobody wants to hear that. Yeah, they're going to think you're an instant weirdo. <laughs> yeah, it's and I so feel like rude. that's a big problem with it, too, is it's not only that you're exposing this part of you and that, like, you you use music basically as an emotional crutch, right? Yeah. To, like, feel your emotions through other people's emotions. So you're exposing that part of you. But not only that, I feel like musical preferences are really polarizing things. So somebody will judge you instantly based on the genre of music that you like. And if you listen to a genre of music that gets a lot of hate, that's not something that you can expose to somebody when you just meet them because they're going to judge your entire personality. Yeah, it's so annoying. Like, it's so ridiculous how people can just judge you like that so quickly. And like, I know it's human nature. I think we're like, we're pretty good in that sense where we don't judge people right off the bat. But like when it comes to music, I don't know if it's society or if it's just like people who you've met who listen to that type of music that you tend to put a generalization of what that type of person is like. And then 
you just apply it to every single person you meet and it's so unfair like you shouldn't you shouldn't have that judgment placed on you before they even get to know you as a person you know if somebody listens to Eminem you can take it as two ways someone really likes rap like his music like his persona like his he has a way with words right or you know he's very violent he hates his kids something like that. You can take it in a bunch of different ways. And I just think it's really, really unfair. And it's not a good way to start a conversation, especially because I love One Direction. And (laughs) (laughs) And I think that that gets a bad rep. And I honestly don't understand why. Because when I used to say, when I was like a growing kid, you know, I liked One Direction from like the grades of eight to like 12 basically and like to the present like I still love them even though they're broken up I still like whatever I still like their music I still like everything about them and I just get such I get such crazy judgment from that like I would hate hate to tell someone that right off the bat because I'm a pretty cool person and cool people don't listen to One Direction so it just it doesn't the correlation doesn't happen in people's heads and they just are very quick to judge Especially, it's weird because Harry Styles isn't judged as harshly as One Direction is. And since it's February 1st, I just wanted to hop on here and wish Harry Styles happy birthday. If you're listening, Harry, I love you. And I just want you to know that if you ever need anything, feel free to reach out to me at very.unimportant.pe. Nah, I'm just kidding. Um, you can find me at my cell phone number. <laughs> Anyways, happy birthday. <laughs> happy Aquarius season. You're an Aquarius king. I have an Aquarius moon, so, you know, I totally get it. Um, Yeah, have a really great birthday. I love you, and I miss you, and I think it's time for One Direction to get back together. Okay, thank you, bye. (laughs) So, when I say I listen to Harry Styles, people are like, oh, cool. Like, that's really cool. But when I say I listen to One Direction, it's just, like, what's wrong with you? Like, you're weird. (laughs) I mean, I think, I don't know, I think boy bands might be a little bit different. But why? Because it's not it's not the fact that you listen to One Direction that people are gonna judge you on. It's the fact that you're a One Direction fan, and those are two very different <laughs> distinctions. You can be like, "Oh, I enjoy listening to this music," and you can be a die-hard One Direction fan that would like die on the stake for One Direction. And yeah, I just yeah. I think it's a different type of person, and people are judging you more based on the fact that you're. I'm not going to imply that you're that type of fan, but (laughs) theoretically, if you were one of those, like, hyper-obsessed, aggressive fans, people are judging you more on that than the fact that you like that music. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. So basically, it's social media's fault. (laughs) It's society's fault for turning fans into this, like, crazy, obsessed type of personality. I don't want to get super political here. Okay. But I also think it has to do with um, society's hate for teenage girls. Because generally, like, these groups, yeah, because generally these groups of people are teenage girls who are just categorized as these, like, hormonal, obsessed, angsty group of girls, and that makes them easy to make fun of. So, just a little political. (laughs) I think that's kind of where it stems from. But I kind of agree with you on the Harry Styles thing. I was talking about this this week, how I personally don't like One Direction and... I never really thought they were that cool, (laughs) but Harry Styles has redeemed himself to me. The second he wore that dress on Vogue, I was like, "Mm, 
okay, you finally have a redeeming aspect to your personality. Oh you my are interesting. God. You are diverse. I love you. All yes. of a sudden, he's great. But before I that, Harry like Styles. I feel like he didn't really have a personality. He was just, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. For everybody watching, for everyone listening, Lydia is wearing a Harry Styles t-shirt. Okay, so here, in this moment, Lydia. Yes. Oh no. That <gasps> is what people are going to judge you for. <laughs> Fuck. It's not oh, that you listen God. to it. It's it's the rest of it. <laughs> oh man. I usually keep it so under wraps. Like, I'm in the safety of my own home. I, I wear their shirts to bed, you know, where nobody in public is going to see it. I think I was a very respectful One Direction fan. I, I Trust me, I've seen some of the crazy ones. And I think, I think I was okay. I was on the, I was okay. I still am okay. But yeah, Harry, Harry Styles had a lot of redeeming qualities in One Direction. But I guess being in a boy band just put a weird stigma on him, a weird prejudgment of what boy bands appeal to, like you said, and just turned it into this whole other thing. And he wasn't respected for what he was because he was always a really sweet, really humble person, like really, really nice. Yeah, and I feel like you didn't get to see that when he was in a boy band. It was just they were all blended into this one identity of (laughs) One Direction and pre-pubescent girls like going crazy. Yeah, we were insane. <laughs> so really, One Direction breaking up is like the best thing that could have happened to Harry. That's so true. It's weird that it didn't happen to the rest of them, though. Like, I don't think the, um, I don't think Liam is like, his career isn't doing very well. I mean, Niall's career is doing okay, but he's very unproblematic and doesn't really stray out of the comfort zone. But maybe some of them just aren't actually talented enough to have careers Ooh! outside of One Direction. <laughs> I mean, their origin story, they literally all got voted off of. Yeah, they did. What is it? Britain's Got Talent? X Factor. Because they weren't X Factor. Because they weren't talented enough on their own. And then they were like, hey, if I bring five of these half-talented people together, we'll have a talent. It's true. It's very true. A lot of their audition tapes were very cringy to watch. Like, really very uncomfortable. It was hard to But now to we just know who really carried the band. <laughs> no, it's probably yeah, that's very true. Sad. Everyone always kind of always knew that. And it was really awkward in interviews. Um, because sometimes people would ask Harry, what's it like being the front man, front man? And he would have to sit there in front of the other members and be like, um, I'm not the front man, you know, we're all an equal part of this group. (laughs) Very uncomfortable moments, but everyone always knew he always wanted to be famous. He had that Mick Jagger type of style, type of swag. Let me move on to another point. We don't need to keep talking about One Direction. Although I love it. (laughs) So, when you do meet a new person and this dreaded question of what kind of music do you listen to gets asked, I think that could be setting you up for a lie. Because sometimes I cater my answer to who I'm talking to. If I know this person likes a specific type of music, or if I just like if they're wearing, you know, a specific t-shirt that tells me something about them, about like maybe they're wearing a Harry Styles shirt, for example, then I'll say, I actually love Harry Styles. I love this. I love that. Like, this is my favorite type of music. And then it kind of turns into this whole lie because you might only know one or two of their songs and you just said that to appeal to the person who you're speaking to. So I think it's a little strange because they're just asking you to lie to them 
And I don't want to do that. I don't want to lie to people. And I don't want people to lie to me. I don't really ask this question ever because I know that it's whatever I hear isn't going to be truthful. I think you need to lead up to that. It's something that like as you get comfortable with a person, you can start introducing into your friendship, like playing music in the car or if you decide That is to the hang- most nerve-wracking moment. I know. And when you go here's the- yeah, uh, yeah, you you go first. I have a I I I'm gonna agree with whatever you say because it, it I agree with you. It's nerve. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say when you're like in the car with a person or a group of people and you get the aux cord and you have to put on music and yeah. then you know that everyone in the car is gonna be judging you based on the song that you choose. Yeah. <laughs> And then if no one likes it, it's just the most awkward. And then you have to sit through, like, the two, three minutes (laughs) of just no one having a good time. Except, I mean, you're not even having a good time anymore because you feel judged. You're just sitting there uncomfortably, like, (laughs) shit. It's just so awkward and vulnerable, and I hate it. I totally agree with you. Um, I find myself skipping songs in the car a lot because sometimes like if if I'm driving then sometimes I could be the DJ because my car just hooks up to my iPhone like automatically um so I'll just end up being the DJ and my Spotify will go on shuffle and my Spotify just hates me I guess because it (laughs) doesn't ever play the music that I want to hear or it'll play the same five songs that I've heard that month like over and over and over and over again to the point where I have to delete them even if it's my favorite song I just don't want to hear it 18 times in one month that's how I get sick of music but I end up just like skipping music in front of people and it just gets so uncomfortable and strange it's very vulnerable it's kind of all telling and it's even worse when someone's like I hate that type of music like if I'm like I love country music and someone's like I fucking hate country music and it's like ouch sounds like you hate a part of me yeah I think (laughs) the problem is is that people correlate your preference in music genre to your personality definitely isn't necessarily true because i mean the type of music that i listen to will change drastically based on how i'm feeling that day and it's not Mm -hmm. necessarily like my personality and who i am as a person it's more like what i'm feeling yeah um but i think people just use it as a basis to judge you as a person which they do it sucks (laughs) (laughs) yeah it really does suck unfortunately though i do understand the point of listening to music with someone who you like and if you like the same music Mm. such a good feeling like me and Courtney fell in love with Black Bear and Mansions together and like it's a bond that cannot be broken (laughs) Maisons 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 this is redemption for idiots but like it already happened Lydia and I pronounce the name of the Mansions album as Maisons for like a year. (laughs) And it wasn't like we were confident in saying Maisons too. We would, whenever we were like, oh, turn on that album. What album? And we would spend a solid like five seconds be like, Maisons? 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 We're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking and it wasn't until like a year later when I watched an interview with uh, Black Bear and what's his name? Um, Mike Posner? Yeah, Mike Posner that I found out that it was pronounced mansions and they were saying, yeah, mansions, mansions, stream mansions. And I was like, what the fuck are these guys talking about? What is that? 
We had never felt so stupid. <laughs> yeah. In our entire lives. It was rough. It was a low point in my life. Yeah, yeah, it was. But now, get this, it's the password to my laptop. Oh, shit. Oh, shit, you better not lose that laptop. Mm-mm, girl, straight hackers. Everyone's gonna know your password. (laughs) They're gonna know what this episode is before it's released. That's impressive. I don't think I could spell mansions. Right? I was really like, I'm re-owning this word. (laughs) I'm not stupid. (laughs) Take the power back, Lydia. Yeah, exactly. Oh fuck, man! Yeah, but it, it i mean, yeah, music can really make or break, and it is very personal, and it is something personal to you. But you can't judge someone's personality on the music they listen to. If that makes any sense at all, please just. <laughs> Hopefully, this explanation helped you kind of figure out where I was coming from. Um, when I was looking up some questions on, well, first I started with Reddit, but then I ended up going with this website. Quora. Oh, yeah. um, I feel like yeah, it's so the ripoff of Reddit. It's a it's a Reddit ripoff, exactly. And someone said that the solution to this issue of feeling embarrassed even or ashamed of your music sometimes is to not care what people think. So best of luck. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, just have a don't give a fuck attitude. Fuck no, I don't feel embarrassed by my music. Blah blah blah. All this stuff. I was like, okay, well, you yeah. Maybe someday I'll get instead there. Of, how about instead of us not feeling embarrassed about the music that we listen to, people stop shaming people for the type of music that they listen yeah. to? Yeah. How about that? Like, why does Guys, it always have be to mean. be ours? Our thing. Yeah. And honestly, sorry, just one more thing before you go on to the last point. Really just take mm-hmm. music as a reflection of what the person is feeling, not who they are. If someone's listening <laughs> to really sad music. Yeah. Maybe check in on them, see if they're okay. Don't judge them. If someone's listening to really angsty music, maybe be like, "Hey, you good? How's that teenage angst?" That's all we need. <laughs> it's coming back strong, huh? Yeah, it's not. It's not who they are. It's just what they're feeling. And it, it can change. So um, this guy on Quora, Richard Garrett, he was responding to um, one of the questions about why do I feel so embarrassed about it? Blah 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 blah. Someone made a Nickelback joke because everyone fucking hates people who listen to Nickelback for some reason. <laughs> Even though Nickelback is a good photograph, play that shit anytime. Honestly, it's a jam. Right? <laughs> it's a jam. It's reminiscent of younger years. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. But I also love to hate Nickelback. <laughs> I feel like it's just kind of a thing to hate Nickelback. But I do enjoy listening to some Nickelback songs. <laughs> so then this guy says... <laughs> He's from Washington also. I feel like I should preface this with that. He's from the States. I like Duran Duran across the years. I feel ashamed to admit it, but their music gives me great joy. Critics don't like them, and liking them marks me as gay. So far, I'm so far from gay, you'd be angry, but I love Duran Duran. Thank you, Richard. (laughs) It sounds like he's a little friend. I know, right? But this is how bad people take judgments. This guy is like, I'm so far from gay, you would be upset. Calm down, Richard. It's fine. Just listen to Duran Duran. It's fine. Honestly, if you have to really assert that you're really far from being gay. Uh, Let's think about that. (laughs) Yeah. Why do you have to prove it so hard? Why are you so why are you so worked up about it? Why are you so mad? <laughs> so yeah, we So what it sounds like is that Richard listens to Duran Duran and 
is secretly gay and doesn't want to come to terms with it. Courtney. And feels uncomfortable when people call him out because he's like, oh, I'm not ready for that yet. Yeah, exactly. So, he's just not ready. It's okay. Yeah, he's not ready. We respect you. We, we don't okay judge not to you. Be ready, but being gay is not a bad thing. It's okay. Yeah. What the fuck, Richard? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Poor Richard. Oh, God. So, yeah. Richard, if you're listening... I'm sorry. Aww. I hope you're okay. Yeah, I hope so too, man. I'm happy that Duran Duran gives you great joy. Don't stop listening to them just because you think it makes you gay. I honestly don't even know what Duran Duran is. Me neither. I've never listened to their music. <laughs> I feel I I recognize just because I'm not Duran. gay. <laughs> <laughs> not gay. I'm not gay, but if I was, I would want equal rights. I'm not gay, but if I were, I would marry who I like. Uh, my favorite Jew. <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm looking up Duran Duran. I'm trying to see what their what their vibe is. They posted a video on YouTube four days ago. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah this this comment isn't that old. This comment is from 2019, so it's kind of weird that oh, in my head they were still... an old band. I know, right? All right. I listened to a few Duran Duran songs. I don't know what any of them are. Right. <laughs> So I'm sorry, guys. Also, we have to cut out all of you singing that song because definitely you're right. Mm. But it was good. If you guys want to hear Lydia singing copyrighted information, subscribe to our Patreon. Oh, that's good. <laughs> our Patreon. Which we don't where... have yet. Yeah, <laughs> we might have it. We might have it. When yeah, this comes probably out. We don't by know. the time this episode comes out, we'll probably have it. But I'm saving all of the stuff that we cut out for Patreon. So just, just keep good. that in mind, guys. And just, just so you know, there's no redemption for idiots on Patreon. Everything we say is on the record, and we sound like dumbasses sometimes. I think everything is just more off the record on Patreon, but we just let a select few people hear the off the record. I place. like that. Yeah. Only people who really want to, you know, really want to get to know us better. S- salt of the earth. Who <laughs> <laughs> pay? <laughs> Why did I think you were doing like a sprinkle salt thing, but no, you were doing like a money... <laughs> Money. Guys, if everyone just donated one dollar, we one. would have thirty dollars. Oh, can you imagine? A month. <laughs> I could buy myself a pizza every month. It's yeah. just because of you guys. No, that'd be so great, honestly, you guys. We love all our fans, especially sixty-five percent of them. Okay. Are we good to move on? Do we need to take a little break? No, I'm good to move on. How about you? I think I'm okay. Okay. Do you? Sometimes I just I don't I don't trust my bladder. <laughs> sometimes I have to like yeah. Sometimes I don't know if I have to pee. Sometimes I have to like physically press my bladder to know if I have to pee. What girl? <laughs> I have a really I have a strange relationship with my bladder. Oh my god! But sometimes I have to press it to see if I need to pee. So That's I don't so think funny. I have to pee, but okay, go for it. I mean. You can double check right now. This is a safe space. It's a little full. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I guess I guess we're taking your break. So Courtney can squeeze her pee out. (laughs) All right. Welcome. To the second half of the podcast, we're going to be taking on my opinion. 
um, in my opinion, is that water should only be consumed cold. How cold exactly? Okay, I don't have a lot of, like, I know I normally come in with a lot of research on this one, (laughs) but there's not a lot of research, like, scientific research to back up any claims about water temperature and consumption. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of, um, you can type it into Google and you'll find a lot of, like, pseudoscience talking about what temperature of water you should drink. But really, according to science, there is no benefit of drinking different temperatures of water. It's really personal preference. Oh. Um, so, yeah, I just, I really don't like drinking any water other than, like, ice cold. Oh, my God. Ice cold. That's just too cold for me, personally. I If I try to drink ice cold water, like, everything hurts. My teeth hurt. My throat hurt. <laughs> like, it's just hard for me to consume. I like chugging my water, personally. Like, I don't like spending too much time savoring the flavor, because there normally isn't one. So I just go, like, duh, duh, duh. I just, like, try to fucking okay, down it. Okay, but here's the thing. You don't think water has a flavor? Not really, no. See, I, I, I feel like I can taste water. The thing is, sometimes I think I'm tasting the filter, like the water filter, like because you drink it out of a Brita, right? Oh no, but you take it straight from the tap. Depends on the day. Depends if I've been <laughs> proactive enough to fill the Brita. <laughs> um, what do you think water tastes like? I I don't. Not good. I think that like tap water, since they use chemicals to treat it, I guess I feel like I can just taste. I don't know. I just don't like the taste of water. I feel like it tastes chemically, maybe a little, like, mm. musty. Interesting. But I feel like cold is a flavor. <laughs> I feel like when something wow. is cold, it removes all of the flavor. This is an unpopular opinion right here. <laughs> but, I mean, have you ever tried to take a shot of ice-cold alcohol versus room-temperature alcohol? Yes, of course. Ice and? is way easier to go down. It doesn't yeah, taste like anything. Okay. Okay, that's how I feel about water. I feel like when I drink it ice cold, I can't taste all the stuff that I don't like about water. Okay, so cold is more of a neutralizer then. It's not really a flavor. It just neutralizes any flavor that goes into it. Yeah, I guess so. It just covers everything else up. So it makes it more, like, consumable to me. (laughs) That's really funny. I like that. Um, Have you ever, like, boiled water and drank it hot? I mean, I've had tea. Yeah, 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 yeah. That I don't think that counts because tea is technically flavored water. What about you're very adventurous? Have you ever drank water from a stream? Like, have you ever like taken it into one of those water bottles? And, yeah, like, I've done that before, it and, and it tastes pretty good. But it was also from like a glacier stream, so it was okay. ice cold. So, <laughs> so it tastes right, pretty good. Right. I liked it, and I also feel like my flavor preferences in food are also really weird. I like food that hurts me. Like, <laughs> I like for the pain of food of eating <laughs> like salt and vinegar chips when they start to like burn your tongue that's part of the reason that I like it I don't know why but I like my flavors to be really intense and to almost be uncomfortable they're so intense so I think that's also why I like cold water like ice cold water because it's really intense mm. and it's like a challenge <laughs> oh my god like it hurts <laughs> But in in a really satisfying way. Interesting. Does I just want to go back to the salt and vinegar thing for one hot second. Yeah. Do When you eat salt, because I also am a connoisseur of the, the salt and the vinegar. Yeah. And I personally will eat an entire bag to the face in one night. And oh, then the same. next yeah. day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, your tongue. 
this might be a little gross, but yeah, yeah, like like the skin sometimes like around my mouth is like it peels. It's like it, it's like, almost puckers. corroded it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It like gives me like I feel like it's almost a allergic reaction because of how many chips I ate and like my my skin is just like holy shit, like what the fuck was that? Get it out of me. Like it's I mean it's not it's not horrible. Like it's totally worth it. I love chips so much. I'll I'll eat them, but <laughs> I mean I think it's just like a side effect to this lifestyle. If you like <laughs> if you like food that hurts, you're gonna get burned. Yeah, that's so true. You know how they say beauty is pain? So indulgence it's... is also pain. Ooh, I like it. Did you ever try that gum that tastes like soap? Oh freaking yes. Frills? Have you? Yeah. Do you yeah. like it? Disgusting. No. Do you? I don't She took too long to answer. <laughs> <laughs> you hesitated. <laughs> I didn't like it wasn't I don't like crave it. It wasn't a yummy flavor, but I also didn't spit it out. Oh my god. I was like intrigued god. by it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I thought it was so gross. I couldn't even get past the first like three bites. I had to spit it out so fast. I felt bad because I felt like I was wasting, because it was from my friend. I felt like I was wasting her gum, but like, <laughs> that's crazy, dude. And maybe I'm almost disproving my point a little bit. Because that you I'm like kind Because I'm kind of putting out there that I just have a really weird and unusual preference and flavor Mm. yeah i don't think water should be consumed ice cold that's for sure i think it's best at just under room temperature just under you know just so it has a little bit of a kick but (laughs) a little bit of a kick (laughs) (laughs) it's enjoyable you know i i can drink it and i can feel like i have satisfied my craving for water but sometimes ice water like it just doesn't hit me right and i still feel thirsty after drinking ice cold water really because yeah because i have to drink it so slowly because it makes me so like no no it like hurts so badly that i have to take such tiny little sips (laughs) and i don't feel like i have i have drank enough water but you don't don't feel like little sips are better uh, yeah, they probably are. And honestly, I think ice water is good for your metabolism. I know you said that there's no science to back it up, but I have read some articles that say that ice water in the morning, like, stimulates your metabolism for the rest of the day. Okay, I know I said that there is no, like, there's no official scientific academic research to back any of this up. And if there mm. is, let me know. I'd love to read it. Um, but mm. I did find a lot of, um... I guess you could call it evidence. It doesn't really... Like, they didn't (laughs) cite it. I don't know where they got the information from. It wasn't from reviewed sources. It was just, like, random websites that said facts about So, like, this podcast. Yeah, kind of like this (laughs) podcast. But I can can tell you them because they're interesting to listen to. But they're not in any way... I don't think they're true or... I don't know. Just take them with a grain of salt. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So, according to the Canadian water drinking... Wait. No, hold on. Safewater.org. According okay. to safewater.org. I have no idea what that it's is. It's an org, so... It's an org. Um, <laughs> the the aesthetic objective for water temperature in the guideline, guidelines for Canadian water drinking quality is 15 degrees Celsius. So they have it, like, down to okay. a temperature, and apparently that's aesthetically what everyone should be striving for. What does that 15 mean? 15 degrees. I don't know. So 16, 16 is considered cool tap water. So I would consider it cool tap water. Okay. Um, what's room temperature is 25 degrees, right? 
I don't think so. That would be a very hot room. Okay, body temperature. Body, body temperature, temperature is 37. Is 37. Okay, so half your body temperature. I don't know how that helped me. <laughs> can you put it into uh I don't does it I don't hurt know how I can contextualize scale? the temperature of water for you, but the information <laughs> that the website gave me I, I considered for a second going out and getting a thermometer so that I could measure it because I knew this question was coming, but I did not yes, have the time yes. to do that. Um, mm, interesting. Yeah, but the only agree. information that it gave me was that 16 is considered cool tap water. Okay. Okay. And now tap water doesn't really get that cold. Like, Mm-mm. I can drink the coldest level of tap water and be like, this is fine. Yeah, so I think that it would just be like you turn your tap to cool and you drink the water that comes out. I'm assuming that's what you turn your tap to cool, pop in one ice cube, and you got 15 degrees. No, see, I think that would be below 15. (laughs) I think the ice cube would. It's it's cool tap water. Tap water. Yeah. So it's just tap water. Okay. 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 I believe that. So, and then they go on to kind of like back up my claims and they say that the intensity of taste is greatest for water at room temperature. And is significantly reduced by chilling or heating the water. Oh, okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. (laughs) So if you don't like the taste of water, you should drink it cold. Because I know that they say chilling or heating. But if you heat it, apparently it increases the vapor pressure. And it could lead to increased odor. So Mm. if your water's smelly, you know. Smelly water. Okay. And now this one is interesting. I would really love if there was like an official study on this one, but apparently (laughs) temperatures above 16 degrees Celsius allow for the growth of microfungi in your plumbing system. No way. So apparently there should be a reason for why you're drinking colder water and cool water to like keep it healthier and free of fungi. (laughs) Gross. Something to think about. No. Something to think about. (laughs) I guess I just have really good tasting water. I guess so. I mean, I don't remember. Because I can drink it at room temperature. I guess your water is really lacking, bro. Honestly, though, the tap water in Victoria, I find more tolerable than the tap water in Mississauga. I don't even drink. I don't even drink the tap water here. Like, I don't. I I have to put it through, Britta. All right. Moving on with our um, facts. (laughs) (laughs) Facts and air quotes. <laughs> so apparently about 60, one website says 60%, the other website says 79%. So around 60 to 80% of people prefer cold water. So. Damn. You're in the minority, Lydia. I sure am. Oh my gosh. Which means this <laughs> is one of the cases where we all fight Lydia about her opinion. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I'm going to start crying. <laughs> Do it, guys, please. <laughs> I mean, like, okay, fight me. I'm still going to drink my room temperature water. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I guess I have sensitive teeth. I also don't enjoy food that hurts me. So that could be it. other than salt and vinegar chips. Like, I love salt and vinegar chips. But, like, I don't... Well, do you have any other examples of foods that hurt you that you really Do you like, like, like do you... black coffee? Espresso? No. No? No, it has to be sweetened. A dark chocolate? No, ew. So bitter. Yeah, see? <laughs> <laughs> see? Honestly, yeah, though, yeah. For, for our own research, you guys should let us know what 
kind of temperature water you like and if you like food that hurts you. Just, I mean, it would be interesting to know if it's if there's correlation between those two, you know? If you yeah, like cold water be. because it hurts you or if it's other reasons. Hmm. So let us know. Maybe we'll do an Instagram poll. How do you describe food that hurts you, though? Like spicy food? <laughs> food that hurts you. Foods with food. intense flavors? <laughs> Crabs that are still alive. <laughs> Pincers. They attack you. That's what came to my mind. I'm sorry. What's happening? I, I don't know if that was really crazy, but that came to my mind first and foremost of foods that hurt you. Because crabs could attack you with their pincers. It would really hurt, right? I guess so, but water. like you're not eating crabs that are alive, right? No, of course not. Right? But it would be a food that could theoretically hurt you. <laughs> I mean, I guess so. I guess spicy food hurts you too. I, you're taking it That's a little bit too literal. I'm not yeah, talking about definitely. the food actually okay, what pinching about me. I'm talking about the flavor. What about, oh... Uh-oh. What about it? Because alcohol hurts you. You don't like drinking alcohol. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you do. <laughs> okay. But my relationship with alcohol is, I mean, like most people's, a very complex one. Because... Of course. The reason that I don't like intense flavor... Intense... Flavors. In- intense tasting alcohol... Flavors. <laughs> is... Because not of because of, Is not because of their intense flavor, is because of past experiences that have made me sick off of that flavor and now I correlate that flavor to mm-hmm. being sick. That's true. And that's not the same as just like you've never had a bad experience with salt and vinegar chips, you know? Mm-mm, you keep getting never. hurt by them, but you never. keep going back to them. I've never been hurt by them. No. So you Yes, Courtney. <laughs> Only <laughs> your love. lips Only swelling love up for... the next day. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I believe that's I've never hurt. not once. Tongue peel? No, I've not been... once. Hey, <laughs> girly you know what i think we've learned about anything is that courtney uses food as a source for toxic relationships whoa <laughs> she loves the pain and she keeps going back for more <laughs> and i mean i was gonna make a office reference but you're not gonna get lydia watch the office so that i can make office okay. references i've seen it once what's the reference maybe i'll get it that i'm ready to be hurt again Oh, from Michael after he was hurt by yeah. Uh, fucking... I mean, I don't remember the context, but it is the Michael girl with Scott. The big it's, old a now. <laughs> it's a meme now. Nice. Um, back to water though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to water. I'm gonna give you a couple more facts that you don't care about. <laughs> okay, I'm um, so ready. <laughs> so there are two websites that I found that cite that cold water actually does burn more calories. So one website Ooh. says that if you drink... So skinny people like cold water. <laughs> of course. If you want to be thin. If you want the next diet. Cold water. <laughs> and nothing else. <laughs> um, so one website says that if you drink it regularly, you're going to burn an additional 70 calories a day. Wow. Life-changing. Wow. Life-changing results right there. I don't there. know what regularly is, but... Just regularly. And then the other website, oh, sorry, burn 70 calories a day. And then they just added a person that, a person of average weight, um, if they walk for 15 minutes, you'll burn the same amount of calories as you would drinking cold water regularly. (laughs) That's so funny. I love that. (laughs) Um, And then the other website just says that um, it's six calories extra per cup that you burn drinking ice cold water versus warm water those are very different oh six extra calories versus those two waters so one is per cup and one is just if you drink it regularly throughout the day at the end of the day the total calories (laughs) 
So I don't know how those match up. I don't know how the math works. I don't know how they measured those, but (laughs) food for thought. If you want to burn an extra six calories, drink some cold water. Per cup. That's pretty sweet. I mean, not bad. Not bad. Um, And then there's also a few claims about, like, sports performance. And, I mean, these ones kind of make sense to me that drinking ice water can increase your performance when working out or doing a sport because they cool your body down quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And then apparently water between 50 and 72 degrees, I think that's Fahrenheit, and I don't know Fahrenheit, so I don't know what that means, allows your body to rehydrate <laughs> faster because it's absorbed more quickly. And I don't get that either. Cold water is absorbed more quickly? Water between 50 and 72 degrees is absorbed Can more quickly. Can we look up? what exactly yeah. that is because i only i only learn in celsius and inches <laughs> fair fair in <laughs> oh yeah sorry uh 50 degrees is about 10 degrees celsius and 72 okay. fahrenheit is about 22 degrees celsius so wow what a big scale <laughs> yeah your body can apparently rehydrate quicker if you drink water between 10 and 22 degrees celsius Okay, I'm not a scientist, but I don't feel like that makes any sense at all. Yeah, me neither. Like... What are you absorbing? Like, <laughs> yeah, there's... I don't really get it. If it, how, why? If the Your argument operates at... was that you would absorb like minerals quicker, maybe I would kind of believe it. But it's just it's it's water. Yeah, and your body is at a resting temperature of 37 degrees, so wouldn't water that goes into your body at 37 degrees absorb almost instantly because your body recognizes that temperature or you know what I mean and it feels like it, it is already a part of it doesn't have to heat it or cool it or anything it's already at the temperature that your body expects it to be at I, I don't really like yes okay. like I feel like cold water you, your body needs to warm it in order to take it in it's like oxygen almost where like oxygen goes through your nose and it warms up before hitting the lungs yeah, that's 100% it. That's where the um, argument about burning more calories comes from, is the fact that when you consume cold water, your body has to work harder to warm the water before it, like, hits your stomach or wherever it goes. Yeah, good so good job with these facts. That makes so thanks. much sense. But that, <laughs> it, that makes this theory make no sense, because technically, yeah. once the water hits your stomach, it's going to be 37 degrees anyways. Even if your body had to work harder to get to that point, it's going to be the same temperature once it gets there. Mm-hmm. So you might as well just like, yeah, okay, okay, well, so if you drink 37 degrees water, you won't burn as much calories. And also, like, drinking cold water sometimes, um, this has nothing to do with science, but, like, I don't, this feeling, I just don't always love it when you can feel the cold water. When you can water. feel it, I love it. See, I love that feeling. Hit your when stomach you and, like, go, go all the way down, down the, um... It's very satisfying. What's what's that tube called? Esophagus. Esophagus? <laughs> esophagus <laughs> yeah it's a very strange feeling to me i don't know it's okay i like it it's i i don't love it but it's okay <laughs> um and then finally to finish us off there's a few like cultural beliefs around um water consumption and the temperature that it should Ooh, be so it's generally really? in east asian cultures i think so there's this thing called Japanese water therapy, which is the art of drinking water. Um, cool. And they believe that at certain temperatures, that cold water can solidify the fats and oils that you eat. So will that like lead so to weight cool. gain if you drink cold water. So that's an argument against hmm. cold water. Um, and then also in Chinese culture, they believe that drinking cold water 
along with eating food creates an imbalance in the body. So if you eat like hot food and drink cold water or cold water and cold food, Mm -hmm. it just, it just throws the body out of balance. Mm -hmm. So there are some like cultural beliefs around drinking water, but as for scientific facts around why you should drink a certain temperature of water, there are none. But I still personally believe that water should only be consumed cold. Uh, I disagree. And that's what Here's I think. another reason. Um, I don't know if this is backed by any science, but when you go to all-you-can-eat sushi, they say sushi connoisseurs who want to eat as much as they can say not to drink the cold water because it constricts your stomach and it makes it not as prepared to take the insane amounts of foods you're about to eat as if you were to drink the tea that they provide you because the tea like relaxes your stomach and like opens it more apparently and makes it easier to like I don't know if the word is break down the sushi that you eat but just kind of if you imagine a cup of cold water versus a cup of hot water sushi is more likely to come apart in a cup of hot water than it is cold I in my brain I'm not sure if that's I mean that makes sense yeah because the heat would spread it out and spread it apart and stuff and the cold water would, like, ice it down almost and just hold it together better. Okay. So, apparently that holds true for the stomach as well. Okay. I'm going to say yes, but no. <laughs> I, think, I think that maybe in warm water that makes sense. Personally, when I drink hot water, it makes me feel full. Mm. It, like, fills my stomach. But kind of the same thing happens with cold water. But I think it's just the extremes of the temperatures maybe shocking your system a bit. Yeah, yeah. Also, like, scientifically, it does make sense that when you raise the temperature, like, chemical reactions are going to happen faster. Yeah. So it would make sense that it would break... It is backed by science. Yeah, it would make sense that it would break down (laughs) faster. But if you get too hot, it's going to have a negative effect. Interesting. Because I don't think... I I don't know how that works. If you know biology and chemistry, let us know how this works. But I think if you get too hot... Ah, Redemption for Idiots next week is going to be great. It's, like, counterproductive, right? If if it gets too hot? Things can't work if it's, like, boiling if it's too hot. That makes sense, because, yeah, yeah, if it's over 37 degrees, which is the temperature that your body works at, then it probably won't be as effective. Because, for example, when you get sick and you get a fever of 41 or... In Fahrenheit's like 108 or something like that. Your your fever is fucking insane. 37.2 is like the uh, point. Oh, really? 37.2? So anything over that, anything over that degree Celsius is just not too good for you. And your body starts to shut down. And um, yeah, you're right. Too much heat is not good for it. I guess that's why people die in desert, right? Because it gets too hot and their body... Was... And their body just like stops. That was the Is that biggest how you die jump. from exposure. Holy moly! <laughs> I don't know how that. I think I was just thinking of water and of being really thirsty, and I guess my brain just jumped to the. I think desert that was like a textbook example of taking things out of context. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? So wait, yes. drinking. Um, oh, right. I was talking about the fever, about getting sick because your fever is so high that your body stops working properly. Yeah. Like, that's how you die of a, of a flu, because yeah. your fever gets so high. And I think enzymes so, in your body can only, like, function properly at certain yeah. temperatures. Exactly. So another example of being in a heat environment that's not being sick is being in the desert. Oh, okay. That's, I understand the thought That's what happened now. there. Good job. Okay. I get it. <laughs> A little off topic. Uh, I'm going to finish you off with just, like, one 
one statement that might that might offend you, but that's what we're here for. I think what we've (laughs) learned here is the drama. If you're lazy, drink room temperature water. Wow! And if you want your body to work a little, drink cold water. Wow! Ooh, take that. If you want big titties, drink room temperature water. Wow! <laughs> I feel personally attacked. I believe you just personally attacked me. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Uh, there's no scientific evidence to back that. But <laughs> oh, she went there. She just called there. me lazy. I, just told me I mean, that's what we learned. Lazy. That's what we learned. Your body has to work harder drinking cold water. And maybe you just like drinking warm water because your body is not working so hard. Wow. wow. I'm sorry, everyone. I just, I'm sorry that I don't like to feel pain when I drink water. One of the few pleasures in my life is being hydrated. <laughs> I'm sorry that I don't want to feel Oh, awful I never knew I could get happens. so heated over water. <laughs> You started this. <laughs> it's okay because I'm only offending like twenty percent of people. So, you know what? That twenty percent of people majority who are with is me in are my stronger. Favor. No, <laughs> the majority is in my favor. This is not backed by any mathematical, <laughs> statistical yeah, evidence. None of this is disclaimer. Facts. The majority is in my favor, which is not true, but. Um, maybe they, maybe the survey is biased. You know, if there's anything I've learned about statistics, it's the fact that it's just an explanation for anything you want. Like you can skew statistics in any direction. So maybe you should look up how room temperature water drinkers feel. And I bet the statistics are going to be a little bit different. Yeah. I'm just a little bit. There's a term for that. I think it's called sampling bias and it is true. Sampling bias. Boom. It might not be sampling bias. I... Yeah, I don't know what I don't know exactly what it's called, but it's basically <laughs> the theory that researchers are gonna automatically search for evidence that backs up their claims. So yeah, mm-hmm. I mean that is totally true. But um, hit them with the facts. <laughs> I, there were a few websites that cited that the majority like cold water, so therefore that's what I gotta believe. I gotta believe I'm right. I'm sorry. Sorry. Fine. Believe what you want to believe. Enjoy <laughs> pain for the rest of your life. I will, actually. Thank you. I will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Anyways, let's swerve right out of that conversation. Segway, segway. This is our segway. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. <laughs> um, let's do life updates. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I have any life updates. Oh, last week I was um, talking about sleep hygiene. That was the update in my life. Yeah, um, it was. I just wanted to let you all know that it's not going very well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying so hard, but I just, I maybe eight hours of sleep isn't enough for me, but I, I was just so exhausted all the time. That this weekend, I just let myself sleep. I literally, I woke up on Saturday at 7 o'clock. I got out of bed. I sat on the couch for probably an hour. And then I went back to bed and slept for another two hours because I was like, fuck this. I'm tired. And then that evening, I took a nap at about 7 o'clock for another two hours. (laughs) Whoa. Um, And then I went to bed. And then I slept in the next morning. 
and then I finally oh felt God. rested. So hey, poor thing. <laughs> oh my God, you've been living at like twenty percent battery for the past week. Yeah, so I don't that's know what so... that's about. I don't, I don't know how to do oh, sleep hygiene apparently. So I, my new plan sucks. is I'll do sleep hygiene during the week. You know when I need to like get up for classes and be productive, but I'm gonna let myself sleep on the weekends. Yeah, you deserve that, especially after all the pain you put yourself through with cold water shut, drinking. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that sucks though, for real. Yeah, I don't know what that's. That's too I don't bad. Know what that's about. I, I I don't know either. I don't feel rested after eight hours either. So, I mean, I'm on the team of sleeping for like a really long time. <laughs> still not sure if that's healthy or not, but. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I don't really have an update on that. I still can sleep for a really long time without waking up. <laughs> I mean, so <laughs> so can you apparently? <laughs> Plus I guess naps. so. I guess so. What about you? Life updates? Anything? Anything cool going on? Um, hmm. Uh, no, not not really anything too uh, crazy. I, I've been going on walks every day. Hmm, that's good. Mm-hmm. I've been watching The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina on Netflix. Pretty good. So cringy. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I can't get enough. I, I binge watch it. I binge watch like four episodes back to back and they're an hour long each. So <laughs> I love it. Yeah, but it's actually, I don't know, it's very entertaining. I, I'm a sucker for anything fantasy. Like, I'll, I'll watch it, you know? I watched a lot of Lucifer, and that got very cringy very fast. So that's probably why I've stuck to it for so long. Um, yeah, and I started watching Bridgerton, which is also very cringy and also very good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> At least I can recognize cringy TV when I see okay. it, you know? I like it. Yeah. What does Bridgerton remind you of? Gossip Girl. 100%. Did I say that last week? Uh, I don't think so. I don't. I don't remember if you did, but um, yeah, one hundred percent Gossip Girl. Uh, yeah. I watched it with my friend, and she was like, "Let me know if this reminds you of anything." And like, as you guys know, I binge watched Gossip Girl <laughs> <laughs> at one point five speed <laughs> um, a couple of weeks ago. So I've been depraved of Gossip Girl because I took it off of Netflix, and now suddenly there's this beautiful new show, Bridgerton, which is basically the same thing except more fan fiction like and less like a real life story yeah it's basically oh like gossip girl in victorian times yeah exactly Sorry. exactly it's yeah it's a little confusing because it's like victorian times but it's also kind of if victorian times like went differently mm. like yeah. yeah 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 it's really it's it's interesting definitely shonda 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 rhymes we love shonda rhymes yeah i guess we'll have to talk about shonda rhymes next week about i why guess you so hate me yet i know i know there will be like, a lot of opposing opinions on that one i'm gonna make that instagram page just hate <laughs> i'll be like why does courtney hate girl i'm gonna slam you in the press <laughs> i mean i guess next week is the week that we get canceled and i it's been a good run thanks for coming Five on episodes. this journey we're at four right now, but I guess five is going to be the end of it. Since... I guess so. I'm sorry, Lydia, but it's got to be said. I've had fun. I mean. It's been a good run. I'm Anyways. Jealous. Anyways. Perhaps we should stop. Perhaps we should stop. All right, you guys. And that is the end of episode number four. Thank you for hanging out with us again this week. Yeah, if you're back from other weeks, we love you so much. If you're new this week, welcome. 
to uh, this little weird family. We're so happy to have you here. Thanks for listening to our opinions about Lydia's music taste and my water consumption. And please let Lydia know that she's wrong. Go to our Instagram. <laughs> do uh, it's very unimportant people. Uh, yeah, you can just comment and let her know that she's wrong. That would be great. Um, we also have an email, which is haters. Click here. And that's H-A-T-R-S. Click here at gmail.com. Send us love mail. Send us hate mail. Please just send us mail. We're lonely. <laughs> we want to hear from you guys. We sure do. <laughs> All right. And that's it for us. Have a great day.